1: and today is uh, national signing day and of course with us on the show don bailey jr my football broadcast partner and larry Bluestein. and blue normally follows us on the hurricane hotline but because we have basketball tonight we are merging shows uh, so the South Florida High School football show, part of our show here tonight, and we're always uh, thrilled to have Old Blue with us. And, uh, fellas, probably the big headline today, maybe not only with the University of Miami but around the country, is that the Hurricanes, once again, uh, they have a great off season, and today they sign the number one safety in the United States. Avante Williams flips from Florida to Miami and so that's a great pickup, Don, for the, for the
2: Kings. Well, when I look at it, Joe, I, I look at the, where he comes from, DeLand, Florida. So as we all know, that is Gator country. And everybody everybody, and their brother thought that he was going to go to the, go to the Gators, go play for Florida, stay in his neighborhood. But you have to credit Manny Diaz, the entire recruiting staff, the entire coaching staff for, in my opinion, I agree with you, to get him to flip because everything that I read, he was going to Florida today no matter what. That, that was a done deal on what the, what the crystal ball would have said. So I think when you look at him, and then we'll go down the list of everybody, but with the grad transfers, this program is far from dead and far from forgotten. And I think a lot of it has to do with how Manny Diaz approached this offseason and rectifying every issue that he felt that he needed to handle one by one. Quarterback, handled. Receiver, handled. Offensive coordinator, handled. You you, you have offensive line, new coach there. You've got so many things that you go down the list that were – quote-unquote reasons for the season that Miami had last year. And I think that's the biggest picture is how they've handled the entire offseason, Blue.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I I can't disagree with you. I mean, what they did is had that checklist in the offseason. And you, you know how Manny Diaz is during games. He's thinking everything. And he probably felt as soon as they get off that field in Shreveport, Got on that plane. He had that checklist. The next morning, he started taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And this offseason, I mean, last year we were all excited because of everything that transpired and for the fact that I guess he authored the the portal, the right. transfer portal, by starting last year. Right. But this year, he amped it up. I mean, you go out and get arguably one of the top-rated quarterbacks around. Well, Some, if there were two, would you yeah. say
2: the kid from Wake Forest and, 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 sure. and the kid from Houston, right? So he no gets one of those
3: two. And somebody who fit the offensive scheme that you, you hire a coordinator that you watched for a number of years and you admire what he did. Right. And you trusted him enough to say, hey, I'm coming here. I'm going to hire an offensive line coach and bring somebody in that we can revamp that. This offense now is all about Rhett Lashley. Correct. He Manny Diaz has, you know, the one thing that he is, he wants to win. And, and, and the only way you win is to kind of do everything in progression and he has and, and and like you mentioned i mean by adding De'Ara King as a quarterback is great but you come up and, and you and you go in in the transfer portal and, and go up to Temple and get Quincy Roche who is arguably one of the best pass rushers and you put him at the opposite side of a kid that is emerging pretty quickly for the University of Miami and in a young line and then and you guys knew every game last year a kicker and you you win 9 games. So <laughs> let's just stop right there. He's right though, right? Well I mean I mean you you I mean you win 3, I mean you win Virginia Tech, you win Georgia Tech and then one other game. And, and But even and, if you stop it Two, yes. Right? So here you are. You're over 500, and Jose Borogales comes in, and he's already. If you if you watch some of the videos, that he's already lighting it up in the in the in the uh, uh, for everybody to see. So I mean, you've done it with just those three players, and Quincy Roche, an established pass rusher. Correct. A guy who pulls his ears and goes for it. Somebody like De'Auric King, who creates and extends plays. That's something new to this offense, extending plays. And then you get a kicker. So those are three areas that Miami need a little injection. And Don, Joe, I mean, obviously you took care of business with – Lashley uh, coming aboard. Correct. You took care with Garen Justice as an offensive line coach and then three guys in the transfer portal before you ever got to National Signing Day, and that's a huge win-win.
1: We'll hear from Manny Diaz during the course of the show. Issues have solutions; you just have to find them. <laughs> and so uh, they're working on finding them. What'd they get today, Blue and Avante
3: uh, Williams? Big time kid, uh, somebody who, as you mentioned, uh, and I saw him up at the Under Armour game, and blew a national a, 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 kid, right? This is not this isn't a, this wasn't a,
2: this wasn't a kid under a rock in the state of Florida and Deland.
3: No doubt. And what it gives you is two freshmen who are probably. The type of guys that can walk into an Alabama type of setting or LSU as being right. this year, and 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 certainly Avante Williams and I and I've talked to you about Jalen Rivers. Oh I think this kid, he, he's he's a guy that a six and seventeen. Offensive team or, lineman. Yes, an offensive yeah, lineman. Off. But guys, this is a six and this is a team that finished six and seven. Had a lot of deficiencies on the offensive side of the ball, especially up front. And Don, Correct. you watched that like we a hawk about all it, year. Yep. Yeah. And you, you come and remedy it with a kid who, you know, over the next six, seven months, because he's in early, yeah. so over the next six, seven months, by the time August comes around, he's a sophomore already. He's gone through spring, and that's the one thing that nobody really illustrates. Last year at this time, guys, you had four kids come in early. Now you have 13.
1: You know, uh, we, in, uh, in the excitement of uh, the uh, the transfer portal of getting uh, Roche, I, I think this goes under the radar because he's not a South Florida kid, but he is uh, from a school where Miami was able to get a couple of players. One of those was uh, Shaq Quarterman from Oakleaf High School. Yep. Is Chance Williams, who was the number three defensive end in the nation. Yep. So they got the number three defensive end in the nation and the number one safety in the nation, uh,
3: uh, on top of the offensive lineman right. who who oh, who just outperformed everybody uh, up in Orlando. And you finished six and seven. Yes. Yeah. Without
2: question, the, they have the highest rating, recruiting rating, of a team with a losing record than anybody in the country. Oh, by, not even, by not 10, even close. By, not, by 10 or 15 not even close. spots. Not even close. But I go back to, and, and you brought up a great point, I think what, what Manny Diaz didn't get enough credit for last year was the fact that he managed the roster as good as I've seen it managed in the last decade with being able to redshirt a, a Peyton, Jafar Jafar Harvey. Yes. Guys that we, Joe and I, saw a lot of. And we're going, how are they going to keep him on the bench? And he managed it and let these young men get a year older. And that's something that he and I have had conversations about on every flight out and every flight back for the last 15 years about making sure that we continue to, to, to build some depth. Yep, yep. And that w- this was the first year that we saw that.
1: Well, we'll pick up on that amendment. Let me uh, uh, give the uh, listeners some numbers because today is the, you wrap it all up. Miami had 24 total recruits between today and uh, December. Total recruits from the state of Florida, 13. Uh, top three hundred prospects, eight. That's a pretty good number. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, top two hundred fifty prospects, eight. Uh, U.S. Uh, Ar- Army All American Game, Don Cheney, one. Under Armour All Americans, six. Yeah. So six Under Armour All Americans, one U.S. Army All American, uh, eight in the top. Well, really eight in the
3: top two hundred fifty. And seven Dayton Broward kids. And that's Dade and Broward kids. And you know that's a sticking point, especially with everybody here in South Florida. How come you don't do better in Dayton Broward? Seven kids. And I mean... What's the lucky number you would say be, uh, w- w- when you look
2: at it every time, Blue? Like if you had to say there's there's a t- 24. I mean, right? That's It's going to yeah. be between 20 and 24, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, and really it's about a 20 because you're going to have four transfer portal however you're going to do exactly. it right exactly what do you th- what would you say if you're running the recruiting department what's what am i trying to get out of Dade Broward and do you incorporate Palm Beach yeah you have to okay yeah, you so out of, to. Out mean, of the
3: tri county then what yeah. do you say i'd say if you can get 13 14 kids you've done your job okay uh, i mean i think you have. i mean but here there's there's also you just can't get kids just to say you have the numbers that, they have to fit right. your program uh you know your they. There, you know, right. there's a lot that goes into that oh there's a whole lot people
1: forget there's the, the one of the top things that goes into that is academics <laughs> and so if you can't get them in the school you can't play them no doubt and if they can't stay in school you can't play them now a you lot gotta, of
2: times you can't offer them. Right. right? I mean, you, you got to be yeah. careful with that. So
1: yeah. we got a little, you know, no one's going to make the argument that this is the education capital of the world. No. Uh, so there are some issues there in, tr- in terms of trying to get kids through that. Now, someone might argue with me and say, oh, you get anybody you want, but I, I don't think that's the no, case. No, you can't.
3: I mean, and also you lost a couple of kids here and there, Florida. You, you certainly didn't lose anybody at Florida State this year. So, you know, that— Actually, that was, we— yeah, you actually won. So right. that's a good... I mean, and, and here's the thing, too. I mean, and we understand, everybody out there understands, Florida's in a situation where they played extremely well. So they deserve what they get. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, much like Miami has for a, lo- a lot of time. But that's what I want to say. If Florida finished 6-7 and seven and finished on the way that Miami did, there's no way they come close to getting a class like this. Just no way. So that's the, point. that's the credit you have to give to Manny Diaz and this coaching staff, that scout the nation they were never you got to remember throughout january they were never here they were out everywhere and so that avante williams deal was no mistake the uh, don mentioned you know being getting
1: older more continuity that's uh the drum that we've been beating here for a while yeah if you watch uh, for example a bowl game this year was uh iowa and usc you got one program iowa a lot of continuity. Same style, same system. Forever. Forever. Yes. Every year, Iowa. They're going to run the ball, play defense, punt, and win nine or ten games.
3: That's it. And where are you down up front with the big Turrette. guys? Yep. Yeah, right. Like Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Same
1: thing. Same thing. Iowa played USC and beat them. Beat and them I handily. Said, I said to Don, they could play that game ten times, and I was going to win eight. Eight. Now, you would never say that with Iowa and USC in the past. No. Miami would play Iowa and have a hell of a time trying to beat them because of that continuity and the age factor. Uh, so Miami's won 10 games one time in 16 years. One time in 16 years. The ones that they're competing with, LSU, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. Would you like to know the numbers? Yes. Okay.
2: Don't keep us at suspense, sir.
1: LSU, nine 10 win or more seasons.
2: In the same 16 years.
1: Clemson, nine. Alabama, 13. Georgia, 11. Florida, seven. They also had two four win seasons in there, by the way. Correct. Florida State, six. Oklahoma, 13. 13 out of 16. USC, nine. Texas, seven. But look at Texas, what they've Nobody done. The last would six years. Nobody no, would have believed USC. Nobody would have believed that. They haven't
3: number. played very well lately. Texas, right? the
1: last six years, six and seven, five and seven, five and seven, seven and six, ten and four, eight and five. Oregon, everybody's uh, excited about Oregon. They've had nine ten win seasons in that same time frame. Their last four years, four and eight, seven and six, nine and four, twelve and two. Miami has had five nine win seasons, one short. If they had won one more, right, you'd have right. six headwind seasons. Yeah. What happens is because of the lack of continuity, the lack of uh, patience, they get the nine and they can't get the ten. Correct. Just let it be. Let him do his job. Keep And these schools are having recruiting classes like Miami's and better. Not one year, not two, not three, not four. Yeah. It's 16 in a row. Whew.
3: Full cycles, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You can't have one and uh, go. Oh, four, we're going to go four full cycles. Right? Yeah, four right? full cycles. You can't
1: have one and go. Oh, we're going to go from six and seven to fifteen and It does Doesn't happen that no. way. This no. what they've done today is really good. What they did last year and registering the players are all positive steps. Yeah, it will come together. I think.
3: I, no you're right I mean it, but it, it will.
1: I'm just telling you you look at these other schools that's what you're behind and why did you get behind them? Because they were able to stockpile year after year after year after year Yeah. and there's continuity.
2: The other thing is is that Miami has, has on, there's two sides to this either fortunately or unfortunately there has been a chronic habit of players leaving early. Okay. Now none of the None of the draft status proves that any of those kids have made the right decision. You're right. You're OK? Right. I mean, if you go back to Brad Kaya, he was the second to last quarterback picked in the draft. Right? Yeah. It's not like in the first round. No, I know. I think there was eight and he was seven in, in the entire draft, however that worked out. And, those, and that, to me, is another thing that is part of the equation. So Manny, Coach Diaz, decided I'm going to get them I'm going to grow them older early because I can't keep them here late you're not going to get a shack and you're not going to get a pick me on a regular basis no No.
3: and 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 Joe made a good point Uh, teams like Iowa teams like Wisconsin do that year in and right. year out they have 24 year old kids going in plus, plus, plus it's the like other, playing byu the other thing it's not, <laughs> and it's also not
1: you can't compare them because they also have ridiculous walk-on programs yeah. where they can park a bunch of offensive linemen and either they make it or they wash out yeah. you don't have that luxury here uh but you do have the luxury of uh being able to get a guy like cheney don cheney or knighton so Uh, I think what happens is December occurs now, and here comes February, and we forget. So what do they get in those two guys, and how do you see them being used? These are two guys that are good in space uh, being used in Lashley's offense.
3: Yeah, both of them are elite kids. Both of them catch the ball. Both of them are line-of-scrimmage runners. Both are athletic, um, great vision. You see, here's the difference, and, and people keep looking at Lingard. Lingard was a track kid. Thank that they made into a football player. Thank you. A, a, these guys were always football players. Uh, Rodney Knighton was a starting running back at Miami Central. Went to Louisville. His father. You know, so you understand they followed in those footsteps. Uh, Don Chaney Jr.'s dad coached uh, for six, seven years at the high school level, so he was always around the game. So you have a huge advantage with these two because they've been around this game all their lives. They're natural. They're natural. They're natural. Link, well, I, I do think never natural. And no. I do think you no, know
1: what you do see today are our kids playing football that are kind of robotic? It's like uh, and you see it in basketball, too. Coach Ellen and I were talking about this the other day. You see a lot of kids that football or basketball is something they play. It's not something they live they live or understand. 100%. And I think, you know, he's not here, so it's not quite fair to talk about him on the roster. But I thought, always felt Jaron Williams was a little more robotic. This is what you do as a quarterback. You drop five steps. You look here. You look there. The Eric King comes in. He's a yeah. guy that...
3: Play he breaks ex- down. Like I said, he extends play. Play breaks and, down. I'm on the move, man. Yeah, yeah. You got these guys that. And I think, and, and Don and I were talking, Joe. I think that Nikosi Perry could be like I, that I in the in, that. in the same type in this, of in offense. This system. Yeah. In this, I think he's
1: going to be better suited much. for this style of offense. Yeah.
2: And guys, when you when I looked at King, the, the, the first thing when I saw that when Miami signed him is I called the a gentleman that was at Miami when I was here, who's been out there for 30 years in the football program. He could not say enough great things about the kid. I'm not. We didn't even talk the football. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about touch and run and after y'all. None of the yak or any of the stuff that goes into football conversation. He talked about, we talked about what kind of citizen is he? What kind of leader is he? What does he bring to the table? And it was all... Five star, five star, five star, five star. There was not one negative. Unfortunately, he's had a couple, you know, minor knees yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. that that's that's what it is. But to bring that young man in here, and when you when you break it down, and you know, I had this conversation, Joe. He returned a punt for a, for a kickoff. Excuse me for a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. He was a sl- starting slot receiver. He he might be good news or bad news. The best slot we got on the team, the best quarterback we got on the team, yeah. the best <laughs> returner we yeah. got on the team, there's not anything he can't do. He'll yeah. sell popcorn at I, halftime.
1: I met him today, and he's very impressive. He's a very impressive young man. Met him today, and I do think those intangibles are exactly what Miami needed. And he's a guy that understands that Jim Kelly played quarterback here. He knows Dan what Marino comes played, with it. Right. Dan Marino played quarterback in this city. Yes. Not for the Miami, Miami Hurricanes, but in this city. He knows Dan Marino played here. He knows what the history of playing quarterback means to the people of this city. So I do think that's important. And he has played a lot of football, and he's made a lot of plays. And generally, guys that make a lot of plays, playmakers, they keep on making them. But, yep.
2: Blow, I, I think it's it's it, we need to make sure – that everybody understands that he is not an athlete at quarterback he is a
3: quarterback that's an athlete that's a great point do you, do you agree no with I that? agree with that I agree with that he has he has a mentality of a quarterback so mm-hmm. and and thus it's gonna it's gonna translate and and you know another thing that I was thinking of before because everyone goes where's our playmakers well it depends what type of offense you run remember Wiggins had a couple of great games last year. Harley started getting in the mix. Pope started getting in the mix. You have arguably two of the best tight ends in the country, and now with the addition of Mamorelli, maybe three. So, you, you've got the weapons. You just have to utilize them in the correct way. The offense, the last couple of years, and I take no shots, it just wasn't a fit. It wasn't a fit. You didn't have somebody behind center that could really engineer like you were talking about, and you didn't have an offensive line that really was mature enough in old enough to, because people forget when you go against Virginia Tech, their defensive tackles are 23 years old. I mean, they're older guys. You're coming in and getting shirted. That's it. Definitely. You see, and a lot of those guys last year, like Escafe, and you look at Nelson and kids like that, they wouldn't have been in the rotation if you had the offensive line the way it should be. Tell us about Isaiah Dunson. Love the kid. Playmaker. (laughs) Cornerback from Georgia. Yeah, another Georgia guy. You know, Florida doesn't go into, uh, Miami doesn't go enough into Georgia, you know, Great state, Joe, Price Joe, for oh heck, and they came away with a couple of them, you know, out no, of this Coach class. Coach to Duns, open that door. Yes, Six-one. Yep. yep. Right?
1: Six one, yeah. Good length.
3: He, good length. Um, another kid. I mean, you add him to Avante Williams, and what you have already in the secondary, and 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 the very fact that you know you have the kid Rashawn Washington, the the uh, the Kashawn Washington kid from South Dade as well. So they kind of, if you looked at it, they're deficient. They were deficient in linebacker. And another name you met, missed off of that was Sam Brooks yeah. because Sam is. Is one of these guys over the next couple of years? It could be a superstar. He showed up in the bowl game. Yes, by he, the did. He, had yes he did. Ten tackles that night. He's going to yes, he miss did.
1: spring football, by the way, with okay. his shoulder. But well, we could take
3: it because that'll give you an opportunity to look at to right <laughs> <Tirey Costner>, Austin <laughs> Cave. I mean, you, you have a lot of kids coming in. She got a couple of guys that were hurt
2: at that position last yeah. year for Jennings Steed right? as well.
3: He's, he's Jennings out for spring also. Jennings is okay, so yeah. that gives these kids more of an opportunity. The guys that are in Steed needs to get healthy because I he could play when he when he's healthy. He just hasn't been healthy. All right, we're going to go through that. List. Uh, when
1: we come back, okay. we'll hear from Manny Diaz and we'll continue uh, discussing University of Miami recruiting.